0: This is the bar steward's enquiry. Right. You're
1: talking absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You were an underachiever in life. You, I you your bacon one time. You were gone. Yes, you
2: not done well. I couldn't save you. I, I suppose, But you said the right
0: thing. But well, that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I, I didn't say I do. Right. I'm saying what, what? if you contribute to racing? You're one of these take-out merchants.
2: Take out all you can.
0: And a big one! welcome to the Barstow's Inquiry weekend podcast, where it's the King George, uh, amongst other races this weekend. Obviously, King George taking centre uh, stage. And uh, with me this evening are uh, three uh, terrific flat judges. John Lane. good evening, John.
2: Just a up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also Quentin Franks and, and, and Nick Davis. Good evening, chaps. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> There's the echoes here that John might be on a promise tonight, you know. So we, we'll, we'll 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 ask him how that goes on the sermon uh, tomorrow um, or Sunday rather. Uh, right on to onto the best bets action uh, for this week. Uh, this is where we give our three best bets before going on to the television action and discussing some of the TV races uh, to in order to help you either press pink or blue. So, um, we go to our third best bet. Uh, Nick Davis, I'm coming straight to you for your third best.
1: It's a tough job this week, because uh, despite the fields, there's some very uh, moderate racing, especially yep. at HQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gone for my third best in the Skybet Dash, and it's Scartha. Now, I think he gets a lead here from Hyperfocus. The York runs have been very good, 2-1. Big field looks good. Uh, last time yeah, he was going for his hat-trick and they took the pieces off and he was held up. You know, it was just a bit strange from his previous proof two runs where he's been up there. So I think he gets a lead from a lead or be up there with hyper-focus and uh, I can see him hanging on here. Interesting. I mean, I mean, he was like a cannonball
0: uh, when it won on the 8th of July.
1: I just, it absolutely blitzed them.
0: Yeah, but um, why
1: was he held up at last time out?
0: Yeah, very strange. Um, yeah, and
1: the pitch is it, back on.
0: Yeah, yeah, took the headgear off as well. Yeah, it's quite odd. They, they might, they might be thinking he's a bit, bit of a monkey and, and sort of thinking just keep him sort of guessing what's going to be on next because I, I see they've had the visor on. But um, interesting choice, Nick, because as we know, York can suit pace and can suit the Ones that keep rolling, um, so a juicy 11 to 1 for you, Nick. Um, for your one point win, happy with that? Yep, good stuff. Gatanfa for Nick to, to kick us off at one point win in the Skybet Dash at 11s. Uh, I'm coming to um, at the Romancer John Lang. Um, can you give me your third best,
2: please? My third best is Dubai Honor in the 315 at York. Thought they gave Claremore that race at Ascot a away bit. He had a really really soft time on the front end and I did think the power was a little bit below power as well. Yeah um, I think this one's a good horse and he's been ready for a while, he's been well entered up. Uh and I think it's a good starting point for his season. I think he ought to be able to pick Clemar up.
0: Yeah, it'd be disappointing when it entered into Eclipse and, and was, you know, thought thought worthy of that of that being a target, but when the eclipse turned up fairly hot. I think that the shirt decided he was going to um, um, avoid that and, and yeah, look for I something think, else. I
2: think, I think this is an ideal starting point for the last team, up for maybe the 80s champion you know, something like
0: that, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, good stuff. Seven or four with Denise uh, sure. or Billy Mountains uh, to get us off. Uh, so, seven or four for John for Dubyana. That's his third best. Uh, Quentin Franks, coming to you for your third best.
3: Uh, my third best, Lee, I'm going to clash with... Uh, Nick here I'm going with lucky man in the dash horse in question was interesting from a form standpoint Uh, excuses last time out at Ascot on genuine firm ground rail played hot that day on the stand side he ended up three to four off it and just absolutely had no chance from from that sort of position Um, Cheap piece of him stuck on here and David Egan replaces uh, Kieran, Sk- Kieran Skidmark. Egan's two from eleven for Spencer, one point two one actual over expected. Low sample, but it's an upgrade nonetheless. Uh, the pieces on should help him travel better through the race. He kind of got lost mid race uh, when he raced at York, and that, that form's just rock solid. Um, rock solid sprint form. Uh, the Cox winner's gone on to win a listed or group race in France. There's been winners all the way through the field, uh, nine to one in a few places. One point win.
0: Good stuff, yeah, 9-1 to one with, uh, again, Denise Coates leading the way, as she always does, John. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for Quentin's Quentin's third best. Um, yeah, like his reasons, again, it's um, certainly going to be an interesting race, that one. Okay, we'll uh, move on to my third best. It uh, goes in the uh, 2.25 at Ascot. It's the uh, Valiant Stakes. For Filizamers, and I'm sort of like puzzled at the price of uh, the uh, German horse November at four to one. Um, some top class form last season uh, with Bayed and Real World, uh, possibly not in the same sort of form this season, but obviously does prefer a little bit of give underfoot. I would I would say uh, to show her very best. Um, but but the thing that I like here is A, the price, and I mean Zamback the favourite. That's probably about 105. Uh, Jumbly the same around 105, uh, Oscool the same. They're all they're all the, the the market rivals are all much of a muchness. I think on what they can achieve. Um, whereas November's just a little bit above that, and there is more digging the ground at Ascot. Yes, yes, it's still going to ride. I would imagine if he doesn't turn the taps on tonight with a bit of rain forecast, he doesn't turn the taps on too much or doesn't bother at all. Um, it's going to ride good to firm, but it's not the 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 Royal Meeting fast uh when we had when we had a lot higher stick readings than, than what we're getting uh today today at Ascot. So I thought November had got a serious class edge because she was the only one um to try and go with uh that filly of Chapel Irons in the in the um is it the the, the is it Duke of Cambridge? I can't, I can't remember the race title. Saffron
2: but, Beach, yeah.
0: Yeah, Saffron Beach. Um and she was the only one to sort of like try and go with it two out and then sort of paid the price a little bit late. And if Saffron Beach was in this, she'd be about a threes on shot, maybe two to seven. So I think four to one November's great value for a one-point win to kick me off uh, for Saturday. John, coming back to you for your second best.
2: i well, loving this. Yeah, but, yeah so I'm the two forty at York um, with Venturus. You, you maybe wouldn't think this place was ideal for him, but he's actually a course and distance winner. He won this last year off 95, runs off 93 here. Ran my horse approaching peak farm last time, I thought. Travelled up lovely, didn't quite get the splits when he needed, but uh, still ran with a fair degree of credit, I thought. And uh, I think they must be delighted defending their title, nod to Ed Chamberlain, uh, off to pound than last year. So I'm rocking along with Ventures.
0: Good stuff. Are you, are you wankering or straight on the nose?
2: I think I left go wanker if I'm straight Okay, five. I I can offer you
0: five pegs with the the mountains firm, um, 10 to 1.
2: If if that's out the first fair, Baron should sack his daughter and go back to (laughs) holding the license on his own. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. so 10 to 1 for John, five places uh, with Billy Hills uh, uh, in the dash, three tips in the dash, forecast and trycast. Davis, Franks, and Lang going head to head uh, so far. Okay, uh, second best uh, coming to Quentin, please.
3: My second best bet, Lee, comes in the eight ten at Lingfield. Um, it's one of the, probably the best named horses in training, to be honest. Prenup, uh, who is by Profitable, now out of a mare called Intimacy. Um... <laughs> 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 Love it. Uh, she got she got like Goodwood on her uh, uh, first start of the season, which happened to be her third start. Um, she was strong enough in the market that day, ridden chilly in a race that was a kind of boss from the front. Ended up more towards the unfavoured far side rail. Um, she ended up with a mark of 72 off the back of that. Uh, pulled her chance away at Windsor when, when trying to be ridden handy. Uh, trailed home last of six that day. Just dropped two pounds down to a mark of 70 today. Uh, it's all weather form that makes her her of her, her, her interest here, to be honest. Um, she ran well at Kempton on the second start. Raced a, a shade freely, um, but made, made a move towards the far rail. And the run just kind of petered out close home. She was 33 to one that day. It sh- say she needed it and uh, handicaps were kind of going to be on the agenda. Uh, form, the time of that race is fine in relation to a mark of 70. Form looks solid. You've got Zambak who's in the group three tomorrow. Washara, the Burrows horse, has a mark in the mid to high 80s, I think. And the third's gone close off a 75. Drop back to seven. Furlong will help us settle, hopefully. And uh, yeah, it looks to be plenty of upside back on your weather against what look a modestly handicapped bunch. Super easy, Quentin, and it's eleven
0: to one with Kurtz. Lovely. Uh, two Yeah, two points <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, good price. Um, so yeah,
2: sponsors.
0: <laughs> <laughs> John, John, we should set up a meeting in a boardroom, okay. um, and, and if, we, if if we, if so we, we have the prices instead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, we want a, a boardroom with a glass top coffee table.
0: Yeah, and some chloroform and some, some contraband. And some stirrups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can, you can, I can get, yeah. yeah I can, I'm just trying to picture that. Um, Maybe a box like, of Senacot as well. Yeah. Do you think she'd do like a TikTok, like with a Harlem shake? You yeah. know, like... <laughs> 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 oh, fucking hell. Anyway, did he... <laughs>
1: I <laughs> Hasn't taken long, has it? <laughs> anyway, we haven't even finished best bets. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I've
0: lost track now. Two points with prenup, prenup for for, for Quentin. Um, okay, uh, I'll come to mind then now. After our smut talk, um, going off there, uh, it goes in the three thirty-five, the King George, and I am very keen on Emily up um, the filly, I, I, I genuinely believe that she, with, with this, this is a good race. I mean, make no mistake in terms of trying to solve it, 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 it as a puzzle. Uh, Westover, six to four market leader. I believe they should be closer, Emily John and Westover with the three pounds. I don't think there's a lot between them. Um, I think Emily john has got more um, tactical uh change of pace. Uh, judge on a sectional through, through, through the life of Westover and Emily Upjohn. We've seen what Westover can do. He can gallop. Uh, Mishrif, I don't think's really a, a, as good at 12 furlongs as he is at 10. And the way he can k- kind of misses the breaker lately and can be a bit keen, that'll be a negative for Mishrif, I think, at 12 furlongs. Broom. I think, will probably try and repeat what he did last time. Maybe... Ryan might to decide he, want, he wants the front end, he might not. But if he does get tactical, I think Emily Upjohn will have the advantage. One of the fastest times for the last three furlongs at Sandown. Um, uh, well, I think it was at 36.44 um, for the last three furlongs when she won a maiden here. Um, she's just got more gears, as in the Oaks. I, I don't think there's much between the Oaks and the Derby form, if I'm honest. The top two, Tuesday, Emily Upjohn. Westover, Desert Crown, I think there's probably not a lot between them. So I just think Emily Upjohn's the value under Luigi at 3-1. to one. If he gets her settled, I would be quite confident she would beat Westover um, if she's on her A game. So Emily Upjohn for me, two points at 3-1. to one. Nick Davis, your second best.
1: Right, I'm going to probably go uh, against the, probably one of the most overbet horses tomorrow. I think Saga will be all the rage after the the Royal meeting when, you know, Dittori lost the ride ever. Uh, Him and the winner did come from behind. The third's won since, but the third was up there. and I'm going to take it on, because I don't see that massive lot of pace here. I will like the top one, Tempest. Really good escort form, first and third. The Hunt Cup, as I'll go through later on, is uh, being one of the... (laughs) Sinjari, bless him, already out of that raceless one. So I think, Tempest hasn't been in this class for a little while. And I think this is a this is a very this is you know goes off top weight, on. I think he was nine to one earlier. I think was he?
0: He's nine to one now, Nick. Uh Skybet uh Hills, eight eighty eight bet Victor. Yeah, that would do me fine. Um interesting really, because you mentioned Saga and being one to take on. Obviously, I might have mentioned it before on an odd podcast, but obviously, I was on Saga at big prices <laughs> and was absolutely on the floor when the Luigi didn't get it up and should have won. And, and again, it's just my kind of season. But I'm in agreement with you because I I think the eight pounds rise for Ascot for Saga is quite harsh. Um, you know that puts it on 105. That's what I actually thought it could run to when I, when I, when I bet it in the Britannia. I sort of looked at it and thought, yeah, you're about. Sort of like 105 ish, that kind of so eight eight pounds is quite good in a Britannia. So, um, I I think now the edge has gone, um, at the weights. So, and
1: it's good, I think it'd be over bet. It'll be one of those that everyone's seen it, yeah, uh, and everyone's heard about it. Every being every loads of multiples and everything, Uh, agreed. Yeah, i
0: I mean, totally agree with you. I I think that's one possibly to take on.
1: Um, uh,
2: exactly the same as well, aren't
0: they? Yeah, it's. It's one of those favourites, like like Nick says, it's probably like going to be, you know, like definitely all the rage because the the forms there, um, they, they're taking the the weight off with the with the young kid. It's a bugger bet
2: uh, tomorrow, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it just looks so obvious that, I, but I'm not falling for it. Off eight pounds, I eight pounds quite a lot of weight for that. Um, I, I I was surprised to see it go up eight actually. So, but that's probably ties in. The handicappers probably looked at the form with Maljube and and other other things. As,
2: as Betty, sabbaticalized Betty then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> Betty's had enough. Betty probably sat at home and fell off a chair after after Saga
2: asked. Probably done a hit then.
0: That. Yeah, that's it. That's why. That's why she, you don't see her much. Later. Well, that's why she didn't probably turn up. You know, it's he, he, it's. He, it was definitely a, 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 a Luigi moment where you're thinking where he'd, lo- he'd lost his head. I think that week. I, I don't know what it was. He was either on the on the uh, the old Colombian or, or it was just just one of the. It's just terrible week for the Tory that was. But yeah, I, I do think Saga will be overbet. So I'm in agreement um, with Nick for taking it on. Um, okay, we'll go on to maximum bet round, um, which is uh, I'll start, I'll kick us off three fifteen at York. Same race as John. And um, I'm in totally agreement with John. Um, seven or four with Kurt's Dubai Honor. It's just it's different class. Claymore is not at that level for me. Claymore's a good horse. Um, I know it did it off the front end off easy fractions, but did did do some good good closing fractions as well. Twelve twelve second last furlong. So I respect Claymore, but not not to the respect that it should be favourite over Dubai Honor. I think Dubai Honor should be clear favourite. And um and I think it will go off a very heavily back favourite, especially if York it's currently raining at York now, um looking outside. So I, I would think if York just get a bit, a bit of moisture um this evening, um it could be interesting. you know, it will help Dubai Honor, I think, as well, on top of that. So Jabiana is a strong bet for me at seven to four. Uh, same reasons as John. I just think it's different gear. So I'll kick us off there with another blogger fav. John
2: coming to you. Uh, my best bet's also at York, and it is Dare to Hope in the 3.50, the nursery. This one made a pretty bright start, really. He broke his maiden at first attempt, and then was well bet at ripping, but didn't handle the undulations at all, second start. Um, and then Mr he decided to send him to the Silver sprint last Saturday, where he was reasonably better, I thought. I could, I could see why they were fancying him as well. But the actual race was a complete rate-off. He completed the race entirely on the bridle. The horse never saw an ounce of daylight, not a smidgen, um, after he missed the kick. Uh, He's quite hard to assess, but I think he would have gone close last week if he got the splits. And as a result, his rating have gone up. I have to ride with him, eh? Hey? Three points win.
0: Good stuff. Uh, 100 to 30, John. Happy with that?
2: Fan. Right.
0: It's interesting, because this caught my eye for the super sprint last week, because obviously this is a horse that beat Rocket Rodney on debut. Yeah. So it, it And it did it well as well. It really did do it do it nicely. Um, uh, the parrot man said it was carrying condition that day as well. Um then surprisingly it goes to, to Ripon and gets beat by one of Chris Ferris. Like 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 what happens really this this flat season, you know. <laughs> Chris 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 Ferris turns up and does you and you're just left there like staring into space when you've had a you know th- when you've had a three thousand win two and a half and you're thinking, Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. And yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Chris Ferris, yeah. Chris Ferris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> the
2: ambulance, brain, That's
0: the brain. you know, it's like the old Black Adder scene, it with the two chopsticks up your nose, you know, and an handkerchief on your head. It's like you just, and then you're nodding backwards and forwards, and <laughs> so, so I, I felt like that that day, and then, and then um, the, um, the Super Sprint John, I've yet to watch, so I can't comment. So I will watch that and uh, closely. It
2: was hugely amusing, if you dislike Mr. Faye, you know what I mean? I'm sure there's people in Bolton that were absolutely pissing themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the horse was never at any point asked any sort of question. He couldn't, you know I mean? He just had nowhere to go. It was a proper lock-up. And uh, for me, if he'd seen any sort of DLA's, he'd, he'd have been definitely nudging the first three. Um... So you've got yeah, you know. So here we go. Look we'll the best. Yeah, no, Can't can't knock
0: it. Uh, I am going to catch up and watch that later on. But but um, if you if you want to watch that, John says it was very eye-catching. Super sprint as well. So the debut would bite that up. Good nap, John. Like it. Uh, on to should we go to next? Nick Davis,
1: the best. Come on. Right then. Right. Uh, my best bit of the day. Uh, back to the Hunt Cup form, uh, and you're know, no surprises in the uh, the seven furlong easy race at Ascot tomorrow. I'm um, going <laughs> for Aratus. I mean, this season has been a total write-off. He's he pulled hard in a three-runner event at uh, uh, Leicester and saw yeah. far too much daylight. He was in the centre in the Victoria Cup, where the three highest draws come near side and won. and then eight furlongs probably in the hunt cup is not his, his ideal it's been great form i said bless him sinjari come out of him and he was on the stand side there it's more up the center it's this pace from 14 to 21 king zane russell in line so he should be in the best place tonight i have had 14 to one already and it's gone but uh... <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's done it.
0: Davis has done the shops he's got he's been round London this afternoon he's done the shops he's he's done everybody and now now what he's doing now this he's doing a calm berry he wants everyone to back it and then he lays it back <laughs> there for six, for six points to nothing thanks <laughs> <laughs> so, so so Davis is now 11 to one with Kurtz. he can still have he's happy enough with that he's took the 14s um he's he sure everybody. What, what 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 a lesson in price taking there from Davis um, for Aratus. I, I must admit it did catch my eye as well. Um, not sure it's going to catch my eye at the sort of nine to one generally available. I, I just wonder if this might be a, some kind of tips the horse going out in the morning, just looking at the betting as well. It just looks very very strong indeed for Aratus. And like Nick,
1: Nick says, it's not worked out. Is that, is, the, is that on the ICF line? <laughs>
0: The, the Amherst forums yeah they're all on it the Amherst boys all around London etc so we know how it works um, so Davis there with a great nap with Aratus if you can get the 11s with coats yeah, take it's it a out special
1: money back if you want your elbow to have windows tomorrow night offer yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The 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 three points for Davis, no messing about. If um, if John O'Richmond was tipping this, they'd be having seven places because that's what they're like. But but no, Davis is on the nose. None of this each way nonsense. Uh, Quentin, coming to you to round things up.
3: Uh, my best bet Saturday league comes in the 1447 at Newcastle. Shabazz is the horse in question, uh, ridden by the Brazilian from Morecambe, Callum Rodriguez. <laughs> um, it, 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 he caught he caught the iron debut in the paddock from a physical standpoint, um, and he ran well from an unpromising position. St- steadily run race that day, patently wasn't was going to suit, given he's uh, out of a Dalakani mare and a uh, by free Eagle. Um, decent race winner winner of it's a jolly for the Listy race at Ascot tomorrow. The seconds pick, the thirds picked up a novice, and uh, I think the second was the one you liked in the uh, seven furlong race for two year old Chesham yeah, There we go, Chesham right. at, um, at the Royal Meeting. Um, Charlie, uh, Charlie Fellows even, he tends to send his better ones to Newcastle. He sent um, Vardream and Anarsis up there. He's, he's five from 14 with the two-year-olds he sent. one nine six actual over-expected. Mm-hmm. And uh, as you well know, Free Eagle, terrific record on Peter 19 from 91, 1.34 actual over-expected. Uh, he, he's going to improve significantly for any, anything like a test of pace. Um, I suspect he'll get it here in a bigger field. Main market rival, um, the Solatra Came close to naval power last time at Leicester, but stands right that Leicester isn't the place to be, and that's where the jolly was, and he was more more towards the centre of the track. Uh, race seems to be priced up on based on that he's got a bigger time figure. Uh, yeah, that that's wrong. Two to one Shabazz, three points win.
0: Interesting. It he's he's also the, the video I last watched, um, you know, after Pornhub and things like that. It was it was the video I last watched. Uh, of Eddie horse this afternoon for the pod, and I I I, I like Shabazz. I, I think it should play. I, I like it physically. Um, mm-hmm. And what's also interesting, it's a free eagle. Free eagles. Did you mention that in your in your analysis? Yeah. Free eagles on the all weathers good record. Yeah, cheers for yeah, listening. You did. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah I, I did. I, I I I'm not sure. I, I was, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm terrible, Anna. But yeah, free free eagles obviously all oh, weather. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that angle. So yeah, two to one, very solid Quentin. Uh, love it for three points. Uh, jobby there. So that's finished the the bets round. Um, hope there you've got plenty of winners uh, to go forth. We, we do. I think we do a good weekend. We've had a bit of bad luck, a lot of seconds, etc. It's annoying lately, but but there we go. We keep we keep plugging away. Uh, so hopefully we'll do the biz We've we'll gone to the television action So uh, we've got Ascot and York tomorrow Predominantly it's not like a TV bonanza Which I, I kind of enjoy uh, You get, get to see less of Adelmo Renan John
2: It's always nice to listen to Her paddock for that.
0: <laughs> Yes You like uh, mine don't you John well, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> Beautiful um, Right Coming on, to, we'll do York first, then. So the two or five, it's the jump jockeys. Uh, I mean, who comes up with this shit? Come on.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know, I but, had to look at I had to look at this race just just to see why is this on TV. But
0: uh, it's, it's, it's an odd
2: it's an odd. Is it on the card?
0: It's, I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? Because you've got a nice listed event at Ascot as well that's not on TV, just just after the, I think it's the, the 4.10 race, and our
1: two-year-old listed race. I had to go through this so other people wouldn't <laughs> be in a handicap. My only thoughts on this in the end, after sort of getting in a headache, were that if you must bet, well, it, it's a five far, far long handicap with jump jockey's weight, so you don't know a lot about it. So you either stick the one-two in from the last year in a reverse forecast, Soul Seeker and, uh, was it, Santa Marnie or something like that? Or you think that, oh, my top one Marnie James has got form from a long time ago that none of these could ever hope to aspire to? That's Marnie. Yeah. So the race. Um,
0: I always thought, like, when you've got big, uh, sort of like big weights, you need big horses. Um, just, just, just from an obvious, obvious standpoint. That, well, the first
1: two from last year carried it, and they were about three three lengths clear of the rest. So, that's yeah. my thinking.
0: Um, and just looking at a lot of my paddock notes in this, um, I know it would it would be favourite, wouldn't it? But but one of the biggest in terms of size would be Val de Travers of the Mick Appleby yard, Tom Skudamore. But they backed that into favourite at seven and one. So, I'm telling nobody nothing there, but that would be size form.
2: Fucking um, <laughs> so, so,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, so, so basically... the
2: place for scientific analysis, isn't it? you got to think it's
1: Who's got the Barnsley chop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's descended again into uh,
0: the Terrible, this. Um, what a terrible year. Uh, so, so, yeah, size form is uh, Valder Travers. That's my angle. Anybody else on this one?
3: <laughs> Absolutely nothing.
0: Nothing. John Joe. I
2: thought Manny James might run well. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Dixon seems to be targeting his better sprinters at York this year.
1: Yeah. I think this as a reasonable draw. In the, in the distant past, it ran, was it second to Dakota Gold? I think the RS have got his dream a dream of that.
2: In the background there, Nick, yeah. And 11-12 uh, should be nothing to a flat
0: profile like that. <laughs> Sides <laughs> with Tom Cannon in the saddle. <laughs> right. He's not French, Cannon. 240 race, the Skybet dash. Obviously, you three's all tips, so I've got to talk about it. Jesus Christ. Mondomej, John. What about Mondomej's weekly run? Well, he, he missed
2: out last week, so he probably won't be ready, he might blow up. <laughs> but, uh, co- coming off a break.
0: Days. We should ask listeners how many times Mondomej will run between now and and sort of like the end of the year. You know, like,
2: a but, having a big jar of jelly beans. It, it, it a then, big lucky big dip. dip. And, uh,
0: yeah, we, we should give like some bar stewards a parallel to the winner. We should have a,
1: how many times will Mondomej run? between tomorrow a bit and like uh, DXB a few years ago wasn't it after the derby you think you'd yeah. run it in everything <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh,
0: It's actually be a great kilt off this Bond edge, wouldn't it a kilt would run it more oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. for the
2: kilt he's done, by he's busy with stale business he has to take it on Saturday off he's going to do a stale deal
0: yeah steel deals yeah. Like, like, like old Uncle Mel Three fifteen York. Obviously, me and John very keen on Jubaila. I'm intrigued to see what Davis and Franks think of uh, of this race.
1: I'm just I'm just sick that they haven't put Sir Busker in a, a mile handicap with Harry Davis on yet. Yeah,
0: it's crazy I mean, crazy he, placing, I think for Sir I, I I
1: don't agree with this. He's point. probably he's probably picking up loads of prize money for thirds and fourth. I don't know, but I, I'd I'd want I want to have him. He was down 107 five pound off 102. He'd be competitive in something like the, oh the Hambleton, was it the Yoke with the E-ball meeting? Yeah. Or was he got
2: days last
0: time out, mm. finishing fifth. Yeah. yeah. He's not going to get that either. He's he, he's pretty poor really. It's uh 6,700 for fourth and
2: 3,300 for fifth. You know, female junk jockeys aren't you? They may be expecting followers. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Quentin, any any view on on this? Yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I went uh, evens Dubai on 11 to four. Claymore, uh, Dubai future five to one. 18 sabuska and 50 50 to rag. Yeah. He's he's overpriced at seven to four. 13 to eight. He's got the best form in the book. Market doesn't seem to want to be with him just because he's been pulled out on good to firm ground previously um he's got form, form on albeit high-end handicap form on like genuine firm ground on on the clock just too good for these to be honest um he fitness wise i think he's ready he's had as, as uh, john said he's had multiple entries um in terms of claymore he kind of beat a potential non stayer and a bit of a thinker at uh, ascot you said you said there were smart closing sectionals, but still we had the run of it and it it looked a weak affair. I, yeah. I couldn't have anything it, six to four anything six to four plus is 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 a is a fair bet for me.
0: Yeah. And, and the thing is about the ground, if people heard about the ground, this was fourth at Shah Tin in the Hong Kong Cup. And th- these are like proper, proper group one horses out there. Russian Emperor, um mm-hmm. Ishigwazu, um who like Russian Emperor I think won a yeah, it won a, won a, won a, won the Champions Cup at a uh, Group One at Charting. After that, uh, the the Japos uh Guazu was was second um, in the in the the Kinnon uh, over there, the great massive race over there. It was like one point three million to the winner. That was second in that. I mean, God, look at this, look at this scrap. I mean, I mean, I, if you don't if you don't pick this up, you'd be disappointed if you were. If you if you were buy on it, like I guess the, the shirt the shirt will be bouncing for this It's seven to four, six to four, like you said, lump on, lump on. Okay, we'll move to Ascot. We've got some really interesting opener. I thought the one fifty, the, the the Princess Margaret. Thoughts, chaps?
2: Well, I was very interested in the one that you pointed out, one in ground last time against Brazil, Mini Tonka. Yeah. Because I thought, if the ground's faster, they won't take account of that. Mini Tonker will be a good price. Sure enough, Mini Tonker's a good price. But the bloody Clemmies were flying at Ascot today. Yeah,
0: they've, they've, like, they've, if you look at the stick readings at the, at the Royal Meeting and the stick readings today, you can see why clarks do it. What they think is, right, we'll, we'll stick plenty on, which he has, literally every day. Chris been been barring, I think, Thursday. Uh, or Wednesday it was one day this week he missed but he's been putting five mils on every day and sometimes seven and ten mils on the straight course because obviously that drains really well but you can see this from the times today that it's genuinely probably it's probably good ground but just just a little bit quicker than good but he's probably allowing for the fact right so dry day tomorrow if it doesn't rain overnight you're going to end up with proper probable, probable genuine good to firm at 25 degrees dry weather so but Mini Tonka's got a very straight legged action. So I-, I was worried at HQ, and that was obviously one of the reasons for the bets on Lazoobi because it was, I- it
2: was well watered and loose at HQ, wasn't
0: it? It was. I think you'd have to look at sort of first race time, first couple of races. Oh, this is the first race. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it like the good old days. We yeah. can, we can, we can <laughs> work the bookmakers <laughs> and put <laughs> the slips <laughs> in after time, job. We can have the time that we, we could... You know, like the old days where you had to put the slip through the camera. Uh,
2: well, they, they also uh, let Dorothy Padgett met after racing,
0: didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 we could do that. Uh, so, yeah. no, we can't... That no. rings an uh, so, ace. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsorship deal for the pod, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: watched the race. The round was obviously fast enough for Mini been. And I would have backed it. Can I yeah. back it?
0: <laughs> That's all we needed to know, exactly. Uh, no, you make a good point. Uh, Lazoo sets the standard. Uh, 15 to 8 favourite at the moment. Lazoo sets a very, very good standard. She's a good person.
2: a dancer, is she?
0: No, no. They seem to be as if as if to say this one is probably not maybe for the long longer term. But they're making hay. She's mm-hmm. definitely
2: mm-hmm. worthy. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> She's definitely worthy of a rating. I'm not sure that she had that much of a race last time. Fairly slowly run. Uh, I, 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 lo- I love Glenn Laurel. Um, I thought that was a really taking debut from Kevin Ryan's horse. Uh, Philly, he's put her in the louder. I I think she's a really, really nice Philly. Yeah, so,
2: we, know, we know what happens with Ke- Kevin Ryan. Debbie w- Tencent do nicely, don't we?
0: Well, they they can do, but I'm not so sure with this because I don't think she had a race. She was, on, she was absolutely just swinging away, N- not even asked until the sort of, furlong pole and away.
2: I, I, I just don't think they're on race' races. I think he's telling you You know what I mean? Some, they're on promising debut you anything, right? Yeah. This next time, they run like shit.
0: Yeah, it can, can be tricky. Can be tricky with them, But but I, I genuinely like this filly. I think she's I think she's 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 got a bit of power. I I I think she's got plenty of her ability. So I wouldn't I wouldn't rule her out, but I know I take what you're saying, John. It, it's always my reservations. Uh, and the drunk on board as well. The drunk's no good, is he? I mean you don't know, you don't want the drunk riding anything. He's on Stradivarius next week. The drunk. You know, you replace Luigi with the drunk. What's Nielsen doing? Anyway, um, Quentin,
3: Nick, any views on the um, uh, the Margaret? Uh, I thought it's an interesting race. Obviously Lazou's the right favourite. She got she's got the figures on the clock, but she's not there's not much of her to be honest. As you said, like they're cracking on like the time is very much now. Glen Laurel was deadly impressive at Thirsk. Um time modest enough decent closing sectionals yeah. uh, Royal Royal Charter wasn't a bad physical at HQ but that form's taken Knox left right and centre uh, Palm Lily was interesting um, Kempton run Beckett tends to send better fillies to Kempton uh, but she's kind of attracted support uh, the one I thought was interesting was Omni Queen uh, she comes out of the Queen Mary um, she double figures 14 to 1 I think any, anything over 10 to 1 makes some sort of appeal um, debut format Ascot hasn't worked out. Second got beat at Sandown last night, um, but she shaped all right at, at um, Ascot. She kind of got uh, tipped heels early, was got knocked back, and was was keeping on and finished with running left. I felt uh, six furlongs should suit, and uh, now I think fourteen to ones, a shade over price. I'm, I'm going to have a small dabble on her. Hmm.
0: Yeah, good, interesting, good stuff. Uh, Nick, any view on this? No. No, not no straightforward that no. <laughs> no. Yeah, just 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 no. Uh two twenty five, the valiant. Anyone agree with me on November? Yes, I
2: do.
0: Yeah. That's it, that's good enough. Um <laughs> <laughs> Quentin, Nick, John, any 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 other thoughts? No. <laughs> <laughs> This is this, Nick. Nick. Nick's got a moussaka cooking, and it's, it's
1: <laughs> he, he needs to, he needs That's to finish. curry. <laughs> so,
0: if you don't mind, listeners, you know we need to crack on. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm losing it. Um, th- three o'clock race. Uh, th- the international. Um, uh, six to one dark shift, the lovely grey. Who loves a lovely grey? They'll be winning for fall, women fawning tomorrow, uh, in the heat at Ascot. 25 degrees. If the lovely grey wins, there'll be queues all over the place for the bookies. Um, so Davis has already been in on this. Um, he, he, he loves a big handicap, does Davis, with her artists. Uh, Quentin, coming to you because you you like this shit as well. The handicaps.
3: Uh, I don't. Truth told, I don't really mind this one. You can kind of cut it down. Uh, pace all looks to be high. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, think, I thought high. Yeah, yeah. Pace looks high. I think rail plays hot tomorrow, similar to the back end of the uh, royal meet and stands. Uh, rail the going stick readings this morning kind of said that as well, but stalls are in the centre. The one, Aratus did catch the eye, but Price has ebbed away. He's ebbed away all week, to be honest. We kind of made a big move away from the rail and faded, but there's every chance of him pulling his chance away. The one, for me, I think he's had this on the agenda for a while, is air to air. He snuck in at the bottom of the weights. He, I've had him on the eye, for a, as I said, for a while, but he travels strongly for his races and he's been screaming for a drop back to seven. And finally they did it at Yarmouth in a, it was a piss poor race, but yeah. they had him well entered up. And it was just a case of wind getting this. And this is the target he settled. And as I think it's two furlongs into the race. I said, yeah, that's the one for the international. So, um, he's eight, nine to one, um, strong forms, decent figures on the clock, right side of the track, not much, not to like, um, Nine to one. I'm I'm gonna have a good swing at that tomorrow with several of the market principles drawn kind of middle to far side. Yeah.
0: What what do you did you think do you think fresh was probably not drawn well enough? Fresh fresh obviously was well backed, wasn't it, in the in the working? Yep. Um what do we make
3: of Fresh's chances? Do, do... I wasn't sure twelve was high enough and maybe a bit easier ground? Yeah. yeah. It was nagging, like as you said, drying day and and all that what were the, the times uh, well the straight course was, seemed a bit quicker today didn't i yeah then straight, the, straight round. Course,
0: but, still, but still slow i mean it was it was sort of two and a half seconds of two-year-old races uh to, to sort of three and a half seconds the staying races were four seconds slow um so yeah. i, I I'd, I'd say it's one of them really where it, it will quicken up if they don't water but um it's he, not it's not Royal Ascot quick. It's not it's not that absolute uh, you know, rock solid ground that, that we got at the uh, at the at the June meeting. Um, so be interesting. John, any any th- any thoughts on this for you?
2: I don't think the ground will really show for fresh. Mm. Um and I do my gut instinct is that the triple silk the house better than the yeah. the the working did. Um, I think there's still a bit of scope for that one to to improve, I mean a lot of these are fairly exposed. Star of Orion was a little bit interesting, um, but really bombed out last time. You should maybe make the excuse for racing over the far side and trapped out on the wing, couldn't really get involved. Um, I thought the time before the task got behind into a parking ship quite well. That's on a reasonable mark. the only other one I was interested in really was King Zeno I think probably taking on a new lace of life for the new trainer We've got that away from the kilt I would actually have been trying it over a mile and a quarter um, poor race it won last time it absolutely hacked up and it looked in tremendous order I, th- I think the boats are probably assuming crazy. it's gone up eight so that's plenty for what it won but I mean I wouldn't have been shocked if it had gone up twelve. to be honest. It wasn't that easy. Um, and I, I would back Roger Alton to get an awful lot of improvement out of a kill toss that's gone wrong, to be honest. So it wouldn't surprise me if that's still got a bit of improvement in it.
0: No, it's, uh, I, it, I think that's it. I, I'd have been very interested in King's Inn, but a bit like... I suppose it's like different different arguments. Saga's gone up eight pounds for second in a Britannia, um, which I thought was harsh. That's two to one. Uh, Kings In is uh, twelve to one, gone up eight pounds for for obviously an effortless win at win at Kempton. Bearing in mind that the, the saw above uh, prior to that uh, second to Kings In beat Fresh, albeit over six at Kempton. Um, it, it's 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 not. I, I think you're right there. I think Kings In needs looking at. Because, like I say, it's unexposed after leaving uh, the kilt. Exactly. We
3: know,
0: we know what we think about the kilt. Um,
3: that's an interesting it's got the choice. draw as well for a front-runner. Like, it's got the draw. slap-bang slap on that stat- stand-side rail. It's the doyler.
2: Station on the front end. It's, yeah. it's of interest. I mean, it's going to tread low. Yeah. You know, I mean, surely to God there's eight points from that
0: there. But... Yeah, yeah. Fuck Davis. We're going with that one. yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, King's in. I, like, yeah, I like, yeah, that's 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 the one. Uh I, I think that could run a massive race. Get on that stands rail, down that stands rail, yes. We like that. Uh good for him running as well when you lean out at seven to two and three to one two out. Yes. Um three, <laughs> three, 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 well,
2: at least you know the doiler will be sat
0: there quiet even if he's hanging on to now one. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind the doiler at all for these kind of races. I think I think that's his that's his game for me. Sort of these, these sort of seven furlong mile race. I think he's, I think he's, he's one of the best. I, I, other other trips, I'm not so sure. But seven furlong and mile races, I think he's, he's good at judging, judging stuff.
2: Right. right. We're gonna watch the first race and then have a bet in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now now, now, now we now we've got we've got size form. So, size form at York, yeah. And we've got jockeys specializing in distances yeah. between seven furlongs and a mile.
0: Yeah, don't listen to Adele in that jump jockeys race. Just literally look at the size of them. Yeah, the biggest, bite the biggest ones. Adele might
2: point out the biggest if we send her an email
0: or something. Right. Or oh, Ken, Ken Peterson might if they use Ken. <laughs> Ken would, I think. <laughs> you know, so yeah, there we go. Is Norman there tomorrow? Adam Norman, are you listening? Are you there tomorrow? Uh we
2: the biggest bastard in the <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyway, yeah, uh so it could be interesting that one. Right, the fi- the finale, the pièce de resistance, uh the-, the King George, um Westover, strong six to four favourite. Uh terrible that they've chucked the train driver off for Colin Keane. I am I- not I don't agree with this at all. Colin Keane's not better than the-, the train driver's
1: not I hope Westover's got a good uh constitution I I thought at the car, he gave it a really forceful ride from about the home turn. He he went about it. He wanted to win that. I think he hit it about seven times. And he he was riding for a good two and a half, three furlongs. It takes a bit of rousting that thing, does it? Yeah. Well, the backhand position, Nick. Dumb? Was he in the backhand
0: position? Yes, <laughs> yeah. With, with Thrasher Morris, Thrasher Morris put me to bed on Twitter with his uh, backhand position. Um,
2: the same position as you have it when you cut and them up. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only on this show do you get things like this. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing for me with Westover is he's he's like looking at how he runs and he and his times and, he, and what he does. He, he's he's a he's an absolute out and out galloper you can see that um which ascots should sue but I, I i also share nick's concerns that that i i do believe that was harder race than it looked in the irish star because because the, the the head waiter colin King, was so keen to to win by as far as he could uh i i, I genuinely think that was that was that was horse all in at that at that point um I'd be a bit worried. Uh, that's why I was obviously with Upjohn, um, but I'm very keen to hear everyone else's thoughts on the race because. Um, well, the mystery,
1: know. the mystery, folks, is this is is the arc winner, isn't it? Especially if it does if they put a bit more down. That's yes. that, that's been the market mover over the last week. That's like the mystery of Eclipse price. That's everyone will say, oh, it, it's an arc winner. It's it's too big, and mm-hmm. you know they're right. I mean, they they thought novelist. Remember. Um, that 2012, ten years ago, they thought that they needed soft ground, yeah, and it didn't. I mean, I don't know if you trust German reports that much in Germany, but but no, I'm I'm not having a bet. But that's been the sort of mystery force for this race rather than mystery.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, Quentin? Uh It's a puzzle of a race, to be honest. You suspect there'll be pace on. You said Westover's going to be ridden probably behind Broom and Pile drive. You will suspect they'll want to get on with it. I, I know I'm not going to have a bet in the race. Mystery um, if I'm in a really strongly run race, I'm not 100 percent sure he fully wants 12 furlongs. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to have a bet. I, I don't want to be with Westover at the prices. Emily Upjohn would maybe be a shade over on my tissue. Like, I'm not. I'm, I know I'm not going to have a bet, so I'm not going to. John, John's on a promise, so keep it short. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Rate my steak, John.
2: I'll I'll take a photo tonight. I'll <laughs> just obviously, obviously. Anything else that might be on offer. <laughs> but, um, some of these Frankles can be a bit leery, even the good ones. And I've got my doubts with this Westover. Because, like Nick said, he, uh, well, he didn't quite knock the living shit out of it at the currer. He, he, he gave the horse a fair outpacing. And I think it was maybe down to the fact he's running a bit lazy with him. And I think it's interesting that Rafe and Ralph decided to take the horse to Kempton for a, a day out, which for a horse that's already had three runs this season, it, it, it's not a sharpener. It's the sort of thing you do to rekindle a bit of interest. Interesting. Um, it's, better, huh? it's one that you wouldn't be getting away with training very well at home, it's the only reason you do it, you know. I mean, why risk sticking him in a house box for no particular reason? Um, so I have my doubts over Westover's temperaments. Mm. I like, I like,
0: like this. Like that a lot.
2: Um, I'm, I'm not convinced, and I couldn't back him at 64. I wouldn't mm. say i Got the race off pat there I, I, I know what would win it um you if you can get a six to four favorite knocked out you, you'd say there's all fancy having a bet wouldn't you but no. it, i think this race can be tough for phillies and i think will will make it tough it leaves you, mischief and you wouldn't be guaranteed to stay no
1: especially especially in this i think it'll yeah. be a race that does stand because yeah. because yeah. it'll go on west over even about three or four out, I think. And then, well, he, he, he couldn't
3: get the better of Alan Carr last year, and Alan Carr pulled a cart for the first two, three furlongs of the race, so, like, stamina's definitely a question mark for him. And then, and then, of
2: course, when, when you, when you looked at all that, you put your brains back in, and you realise there's a fucking act when are in the race at 10 to 1.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I, I can't, can't, can't knock that at all at the prices. Um, like I said, people seem to play that it definitely wants softer ground, which, to be fair, it's a bit, a bit of, Yeah, like I say, this is not this is not the quick ground that, we've, that we that that we know Ascot to be. But uh, on good ground, um, it was second to Alpinista, uh, two lengths behind. Obviously, Alpinista is obviously a, a genuine. You know, I mean, uh, this this straight,
2: you'd, you'd imagine he'd be able to pass Brome in the straight you don't know what the foot was going to do, and it might just run the finish out of Emily up, John. If that's the case, you're in business at tens, and it's not costing you a fortune
1: to find out, is it? Fair play? no. Yeah, I think think if I had to have a bet, it would have been that, but I don't have to.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, 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 good points made. Um, Hmm. Only reason I I did go for Emily up, John, was because of, uh, I, I do think she's got, serious gears in like, you know, you can see from the sectional times, even at Epsom, it was slower run than the Derby, the Oaks, but, but she, she cracked off two two amazingly quick, um, you know, like mid, mid 10 point, whatever's and, and, you know, at the end of the race and I, People said at the time, they said Emily Upjohn was on the best part of the track. It wasn't the best part part of the track. It was the the worst part. As we saw on Saturday, they ignored the rail for some bizarre reason all meeting. They just went, no, no, we're not going down the rail. The rail ended up being the the best place to be, and I thought Tuesday had a much better trip uh, because that went the shortest way around. So Emily Upjohn is clocking the same sectionals or slightly better than Tuesday at the quicken up points. Um, But yet, had the wider trip, had had to cover the most ground. So I think this is a really good filly. I, I think she's she's really she is the real deal. Quentin put this out. Um, I know it was like pretty obvious in the Musidora, but Quentin said take take the odds for the uh, for the Oaks. He's, he's top top class value. Very unlucky not to draw because I, I, I genuinely feel that Emily Upjohn would have beaten Tuesday uh, with a like for like trip. Um, the Irish sort of disagreed and said, well, Tuesday, we'll, well see you.
2: the That's right. So we're watching races and wanting a bet after the race. Yeah. Recurising jockeys over a distance a furlong. Yeah. Um, we want the biggest bastard in the sprint. Yeah. And, and now we're promoting anti-post bets we advise where nobody got paid. Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking show. Now this is your
0: show. I mean that that sums that sums it more than anything. And I think if we have give the final advice before we quit the show, is um, <laughs> is uh, is is possibly after the jump jockeys uh, sprint, uh, let the dog in and uh, <laughs> get, get the pitch out and see what happens. Um, <laughs> That's, that's about it. That's the best advice the bastards could give this weekend. So I hope you've enjoyed the show. We're back on Sunday, as usual, with the... Will, will, will John be recovered by then? John, well, this is it. The, we'll find out, in, find out in the next instalment. John, the comments team, tonight. I've got a
2: medical team on standby, next All right, that's good. <laughs>
0: Uh, it's a sermon on Sunday as usual uh, with me John and Chris uh, we've got the uh, Goodwood preview Monday evening with me Quentin uh, Richmond Fry is joining in for some Galway action um, uh, to begin with so look forward to our pods next week and then we're back on the Friday following with the usual show Davis will be back for that one so I hope you've enjoyed it uh, like we have that's all from us bye for now